I have the father of a murdered son, husband of a murdered... I can't remember how the quote goes. (laughs) (laughs) And I've got good news for Remainers. And welcome to Date Fight. It's the podcast where we pitch great moments of history together. He's Jake Yap, I'm Dan Tappy, and today we are taking two of the resolutions the past made with the best of intentions and smashing them in front of your face. Let's get on with it then. Let's do it. Round one. For the first one, I am taking you back to the 1st of January, every 1st of January, from the 12th century to 1752. Because they weren't the new year at all. Between the 12th century and 1752, the new year didn't start until Lady Day, March 25th. <laughs> if this were... <laughs> so January the 1st, 1720 was only 299 years ago. Because it hadn't been the new year yet. Hmm, there you go. So actually, if you don't want to move on, it's still really 2019 for those of you who want it to be. And that's why it's good news for Remainers, right? No, that's a different one. <laughs> They've got even more good oh. news coming. They've got so much good news on today's podcast. <laughs> It's not really good news for them. Don't get your hopes up, Remainers. So um, we were more aligned with tax years than previously. Yes, we were pretty much uh, 10 days off the tax year. The new, the actual year was a tax year. In 1806, on the 1st of January, the French came up with their Republican calendar, which abolished normal months and normal weeks, and came up with 12 months of 30 days, each of which was made up of three 10-day weeks. Each day had a... Yes. Special name to do with either a tool, some sort of plant or an animal. Um, And then there were lots of special days to fill in the bits of the year that don't quite fit that. Yes, I've heard about this. This was known as the 20 questions calendar. Is that right? Yes, I think so. Is this month's day animal, vegetable or mineral? Uh, Today would have been, I don't know, my birthday would have been the 9th of frost in Frumere. Oh, today would have been juniper. That's today's Juniper Day. Happy Juniper Day. Which means, of course, we should be drinking gin. Who isn't? <laughs> so let's have a gin and uh, toast the not new year every year from now, uh, well, from the 12th century up until 1752. Happy not new year yet. And leave means leave. <laughs> you say that after everything. <laughs> leave means leave. <laughs> What's yours? Okay, well, interestingly, well, mine is... Similarly, calendrical. Mm. That's what we. That's what we're doing. Calendrical combat. I've decided. Calendrical combat. Well, it yeah. seems right, doesn't it? Yeah. And, and you know, happy New Year, everyone. I don't know if you've even bothered to wish everyone happy New Year. Oh, happy it's going to be Year, no better than the last it, one. All right. <laughs> we as well give up on it now. Leave means leave. <laughs> the only thing that'll get us through it is doing this every morning. So this was uh, when Caesar. Mm. Uh, brought in the Julian calendar in 46 BC. Mm, You've gone BC. Yes. Brilliant. Uh, So it had been a bit of a mess Mm. prior to the Julian calendar, which we're not fans of uh, on date five because it does mess with the dates. It messes everything up. Yeah. But imagine before. uh, So previously the Roman calendar had, had 12 months. Yeah. Uh, and a year lasted 355 days, as you know. Yeah. And then what they do is sometimes mm. between February and March, they go, oh, I just shove in a month. <laughs> so they'd have an intercalary month, which was 27 or 28 days. Yeah. And then they do, so what they do is they'd 
put 22 or 23 days after the first 23 days of February. And then the last days of February, which counted down towards the start of March, were called the last five days of intercalaris. <laughs> and then, I mean, what a mess. Oh. And it ended up being called, uh, towards the latter years of this, they were called the years of confusion. No kidding. <laughs> and it reached a point where sort of in Rome, people could sort of stay across it because, you know, they'd get their daily tablet or whatever. And Yeah, they were sophisticated liberal of elites. Of course they, they were, the metropolitan... Metropolitan <laughs> urbanites. Yeah, in Islingtonus. <laughs> but Caesar reformed it mm. and said, no, we need to sort this out. So he he created the Julian calendar, which was much closer and then a century later, yeah. Pliny said, right, I think I've got this now. The winter solstice <laughs> is on the 25th of December. Oh. Now that explains quite a lot, doesn't it? It does. Mm. We now know it to be, what, the night of the 21st, I think. But yeah. back then, 25th yeah. of December. But they were going out of whack ever so slightly every, with every year that passed. I like that, you know, even now I feel there's there's space for reform because we've decided, oh, yeah, we should have an extra day every four years. Yeah. Uh, what's what's everyone's best month? February. <laughs> Let's have a longer February. That's a great idea. Everyone loves February. Like, we made February 28 days long in the first place for a reason. <laughs> get it over with. You get all the drizzle and none of the flowers of March. Yeah, it is. the And all of the poverty of January. <laughs> So, there you go. Well, I feel like that we, we achieved a certain degree of parity on that. We did. It's lucky we're not scoring this week, otherwise we'd have to decide between two different calendar-based non-stories to begin the week with. Yeah. <laughs> begin the year with. I've got a good one coming up if people are sort of finding their minds skittering away to anything else at all. <laughs> oh, I wonder what they've got on today's date fight. <gasps> It's just stuff about calendars. <laughs> have you have you have you made a New Year's resolution? Uh, I haven't. No, that seems like a hostage to fortune. Have you? Uh, yeah, I'm going to run 15k every day. <laughs> Happy birthday to Vern Troyer. Um, who played Mini-Me in the Austin Powers films and was the only non-annoying thing to come out of them. Um, <laughs> also, happy birthday to John Smith, not the uh, ill-fated Labour leader, but the captain who established the first settlement in North America. Um, according to the website I looked at, he's the number one person born in 1580. So well done, John Smith. <laughs> Happy birthday to Betsy Ross. She's the seamstress who sewed the first American flag. Did you did you say her name was Betsy? Betsy, yes, Betsy Ross. Uh, I, I mean, could that be a more perfect American name? No, for that's the first a... sewer of an American flag. <laughs> on the same website that called John Smith the number one person born in 1580, she was called hashtag entrepreneur. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure Alan Sugar would be that impressed with someone who just sewed 13 stripes on a flag. Anyway, <laughs> that's the birthdays. You try it! <laughs> Get out! Happy death day to Louis Twelfth of France. He married Mary Tudor. They had a daughter who couldn't inherit because French law is awful, and so the husband of his daughter 
Claude Fonton became, I can't even read that, what's it? Claude something, Claude something, Louis XII, it's another French king. Happy death day. In 138 to Lucius alias Caesar, he was adopted by Hadrian and named heir to the throne. He came back to Rome to give a big speech about how excited he was to be taking over the throne, but died the day before giving it. Therefore, Antonionus had to take over instead. Happy death day to Saint Telemachus, who stepped in to try and stop gladiators fighting and was stoned to death. So don't try and help people seems to be the moral of that story. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Never try and stop gladiators fighting. They love fighting. Haven't, hasn't he seen the film? I'm just going to say keep your powder dry on that one. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to leap into that hotbed <laughs> yeah. online. Uh, that, that sounds like a great one. That sounds like the sort of thing we should unpack in a, in a whole round to me. <laughs> Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Well, I won't ask you to come yes, any further I feel on that very strongly. who died today in 404 <laughs> AD or BC. I don't know, but Jake probably does. He's done the research. See you in round two. Oh, I know, mate. Mm. <laughs> round two. While you were doing that, and I was paying attention, but uh, I also <laughs> did a quick look online to see whether or not Betsy Ross, mm. first stitcher of the American flag, was the origin of the expression heavens to Betsy. And, and is it? No. Uh. Well, nobody knows. Oh. Nobody knows. Charles Earl Funk, and he got it. <laughs> uh, in 1955, uh, he said that the origins of heavens to Betsy were completely unsolvable, but lots of people have associated it with Betsy Ross. Well, happy birthday, Betsy Ross. And yeah. who is in heaven right now, we assume. Yeah. Leave means leave. Well, mm. I'd like to take you back to the 1st of January, 404 Oh, what, hap- AD. what happened then? AD. Oh. Well, uh, there was this saint, uh, Saint Telemachus was yeah. his name. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he was this monk. Oh, yeah. Uh, mm. yeah, that's right, yeah. Uh, <laughs> now, according to uh, Theodore, uh, the oh, church yeah. historian, uh, um, he tried to stop a fight, a gladi- gladiatorial fight. Oh, yes. In a Roman amphitheatre, Nat. <laughs> and never. he got stoned to never. death by the crowd. Yeah, oh, that's no. right. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> you don't. Oh, dear. What is he like? According to accounts, account, well, he was like a big pile of yeah, pulp like covering <laughs> flints. The Christian Emperor Honorius mm. apparently was very impressed by his martyrdom. Ooh, look at that. Would he have been less impressed if he had stopped just short of martyrdom. So if he'd taken a couple of stones and gone, ow, ow, this really hurts, don't stop, no, don't do <laughs> nah, it. Nah, mate, all the way, all the way, all the way. <laughs> He's not very committed. Uh, anyway, it spurred Emperor Honorius uh, to issue an historic ban on gladiatorial fights. Although I think you were still allowed mm. to do drag fights, you know, where you... <laughs> The gladiators would follow the scent of a saint. Just whacking a mannequin with a trident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then many centuries yeah. later, uh, quite a famous lawyer would uh, brain a saint uh, caught up in chicken net in his back garden. And, uh, <laughs> but my favourite part of the story mm. was various retellings have slightly veered away from Theodore's account. Fox's Book of Martyrs, I mm. mean... I like that. <laughs> Again, the drag the big, book of martyrs isn't anywhere near yeah. as good. The big book of martyrs claims that Telemachus was first stabbed to death by a gladiator, uh, but the, the oh. sight of his death turned the hearts of the people. And then there's oh. one more version of the story, 
which says that the entire crowd left in silence. But that version was told by Ronald Reagan in 1984 and is based on nothing. <laughs> Noted classical historian yeah, Ronald yeah. Reagan. Yeah, yeah. The man who said the Russians Who's... don't have a word for peace. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear his other stories of what happened. I, d- I don't know. I feel sorry for the gladiator who killed him, if that's true, because so I was just doing my job. <laughs> yeah, is, as I understand it, to come into this area and kill yeah. people. I've got, I've, got, I've got my job description here, right? Stab blokes. <laughs> Stab- right. <laughs> I like the idea of the, the HR sort of little uh, little meeting about it. Right, well, we are going to issue with a written warning. <laughs> Excuse me, all I've done was what's on my job description. Now, is your union rep here or will they be coming later? No, he's not. He's been stabbed. <laughs> By? Me. Well, OK. Well, we'll reschedule for next week. <laughs> <laughs> OK, your go. I have the... This is my good news for Remain, isn't it? It's not, really. It's just a moment. In fact, if anything, it's rubbing salt into the wound for them. Uh, This is the 1st of January, 1973, when Denmark, Ireland and the UK join the European Economic Community. Leave means leave! Hooray for them! They joined three things. They joined the EEC and the ECSC, which was the European Coal and Steel Community, and the EAEC, the European Atomic Energy Community. Don't know what the last C is for, probably a community. Norway had also signed but decided not to ratify it and not to join. Norway did its own Norway thing, which was very exciting. Uh, the UK had first applied in 1961 and was vetoed by Charles de Gaulle. This was its third attempt. Um, if the UK refused, Denmark, Ireland and Norway said they wouldn't join. They said, well, if the UK's not joining, we won't join either. And that was the day which saw the end of the imperial preference, which meant we could give preferential treatment to goods from what had previously been parts of the empire. The Daily Mail headline said, Europe, here we come! Having campaigned, the Daily Mail had campaigned for ten years to get us into the EEC. Um, And now they don't, because they're the Daily Mail. So that's my story for that day. I feel like if someone says to you, do you want to be a member of an atomic community? I would probably (laughs) say yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you don't want to not be a member of an atomic community. But it's just better to be friends with the people with the nuclear weapons. Isn't it? Yeah, always. Yeah. yeah. Still, eh? Leave means leave! America once. We know what we're doing. Was it um, <laughs> Isaac Asimov? There was a great quote by Isaac Asimov, uh, I think in 1980, mm-hmm. where he said, uh, there's a cult of ignorance in the United States, he was talking about, Yeah. and there has always been. The strain of anti-intellectualism has been a constant thread winding its way through our political and cultural life, nurtured by the false notion that democracy means that my ignorance is just as good as your knowledge. I mean, I don't really see the relevance of that here, James. No, no, come on, mate, 40 years on, time's changed, we won, get over it. Oh, happy new year, everyone. Happy New Year, Happy and do you know 2020. what? It's all going to work out. It's going to be great. Yeah, stop talking the country down, Jake. Mate, I'm not. I'm very happy and excited about it, but then I'm a nihilist who feels that humanity has basically become a death cult. Right. Well, that was fun. Happy New Year to you, and uh, I hope you're well, and uh, I do hope this year brings you all that you deserve. Let's say that. (laughs) 
Let's definitely not say that. That's terrible. That sounds really bad, Um, doesn't it? Yeah. Given how contemptuous we are of most of humanity, that sounds awful. (laughs) I stand by it. Leave means leave. We won't. (laughs) Get over it. Fair uh, we will see you tomorrow for another date fight thank you very much for listening uh, why don't you subscribe and share and do all of that stuff we haven't been having a go at you about that for a while uh, but it does make a massive difference to us it's uh, a mm. few seconds of button pressing for you we appreciate that we uh, really it's life changing for us yeah. thanks a lot we'll see you tomorrow bye, bye.